be a wordsmith is defined as a person who writes, an author, a journalist, a person who commits their thoughts to paper. But I believe it is so much more. The ability to craft a story, to change lives, to transport the ordinary life to an extraordinary place, to put words on paper and awaken the imagination in ways the reader never dreamed possible. Yes, to have the ability to see what isn't there and make you see it too. To awaken the senses in new and amazing ways. To feel a cool breeze on a hot summer day on your cheeks. To smell wildflowers as they bloom. To taste a delicacy on a foreign soil. To feel like you've never felt before. Touching places long forgotten. Connecting with your souls in new ways. That's what writers do. It's my pleasure to host Speaking of Writing, a new podcast. Speaking of Writing is open for authors from all over the world. This gives us an opportunity to broaden our experiences, to hear actual writers' voices, hear what inspires them, experience their trials and struggles, and realize that we all have a story and they are all worth telling. I hope you enjoy this. I'm Rose Cushing, the host of Speaking of Writing, a literary podcast. Our guest today is Lori Keating, and Lori has a new book that's coming out at the end of the year that just hit the pre-order stage. So, Lori, tell us a little bit about you first, and then we'll talk about your book. Okay. Um, First, thank you so much, Rose, for having me. I am so excited about doing this with you. Um. I live in uh, southwest Florida with my wonderful husband and our um, daughter, and um, I started writing, well, my very first experience with writing was a picture book that I uh, wrote and illustrated in the fourth grade. I entered a contest, and I won, and got to go to a uh, writing convention um, for It was called a Young Author Convention, and um, I just loved it so much, and it was always on my mind that it was something that I would do someday, but I didn't really actually start writing children's books until, um, I want to say 2018, and um, and I was kind of writing a little bit of children's, and, um, and I was doing... Um, mostly before that, I was doing uh, women's uh, devotionals, and but I fell in love with writing children's books, and I have now um, the memory quilt that is getting published, and then I have a young adult novel that will be published with Monarch um, Educational Services, and that will be published next year in June. That's really awesome. So is the, the uh, Memory Quilt your first book, or you said you did some devotionals? Yes, the Memory Quilt will be my first book published. Okay. Yes, the devotionals I just did as a um, blog, really. Okay. All right. So tell me a little bit about your um, your book. It's The cover is beautiful. Thank you. That's, uh, yeah, Alyssa... Presento did an amazing 
uh, job at the illustrations, and, and that cover was even her idea, um, which I just loved it. So it's, it's actually great. It's like looking back at memories of Jason, and when she said that, you know, tears just came to my eyes when she wanted to do the cover that way, and I was completely on board. I was like, yes, I love it. Yeah, so, that's cool. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, so the idea for the memory quilt actually came from when we lived in Arkansas before moving to Florida, we have some friends that lost their son, and he was older than the character Jason that I have in the memory quilt, um, but he, his twin brother um, took his clothes and made memory quilts for um, his sister and then his parents, and when um, my family and I were over there for dinner one night, they were telling us the story about the memory quilt and brought it out, and we got to see it, and I thought it was so beautiful. And, you know, at the time, I wasn't writing children's books, but it was just one of those things that just stayed with me. And after we moved to Florida and I started writing children's stories, it was one of the first stories I wrote because I just felt like it needed to be told. It was it was such an amazing way to honor those that have passed and really to just, you know, I think it's the, the whole quilt. Um, it's such a comforting, you know, blankets in general, quilts in general, they're, they're so comforting. And so I, I thought it just you know, the comfort of memories as well as, you know, a quilt just seemed like it would be such a a sweet story. Absolutely. What a beautiful story and and beautiful way to to share his memories with the clothes that he wore. Yes. That's really, really pretty. Now, what age group is your book targeting? It is 5 to 10. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it'll be out in January? Yes, January 9, 2024. Okay, so tell me a little bit about your writing process. How long did it take you to write it? Um, wow. Okay, let me see if I can remember. Okay, so when I started writing it, um, I, usually my first drafts are pretty fast. So there's something I can kind of get down in you know, an hour or two, but then, you know, the revision process, once you submit it to the CPs and they start making suggestions on things to change and stuff like that, um, so I would say um, it went through probably a good eight drafts before it was um, ready. <laughs> right. And then is it um, a story and pictures, or is it really all pictures? It's a story and pictures, yes. Okay. So uh, the story takes you through uh, Grace talking about her, um, the fun that she's had with Jason over the different seasons, and then um, how he uh, passed away suddenly, and then um, she wants to do something for his parents because she notices that since he has died that... Um, they haven't smiled, and she wants to make them smile again. So she comes up with the idea of the memory quilt, and uh, and her mom helps her make it. That is really, really beautiful. 
Thank you. So, in getting your bub your bu your book done, I'm try trying to say published a book at the same time. In getting your book published and out there for people, what was your biggest obstacle? Um. Wow. Um. You know, it's, it's kind of funny because with this story, um, I only ever submitted it to one contest that was on Twitter. And it didn't get selected for um, that contest as, as anything. So I actually filed it away. I just thought, well, maybe this isn't a story that people want to hear. Um, and so I just kind of filed it away. And then after Jennifer at Monarch, uh, she, I had queried her my um, uh, YA novel that's coming out June, and she took that on, and after I had signed with her for that, and knew she had, was starting Caterpillar Books, I submitted that story to her, and she fell in love with it because she had made a memory quilt out of her mom's clothes after her mom passed away. Right. So it was just that, like, instant connection. It was meant to go to her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's so so sweet. Jen Lowry of Monarch Publishing is who we're talking about. And, and if you're writing children's books, Jen is an awesome publisher to get involved with. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I cannot say enough good things about Jen. I love her. I know. She's a very special woman. She is. So your new book that you've been working on, um, tell us just a little bit about that so we can get excited about that. Um, the one that uh, Jen just offered publication on. Yeah, in June. What, do you know? have a title for it yet? Yes, it is called Angels on the Sand. Yes. And that story uh, is so... Uh, it's like my whole heart went into that. It, it is another grief story, but this is for a little bit older um, children, more like the middle grade age. Um, so I would say eight and up. Mm -hmm. Um and I, this story originally started as a picture book, and I have it as a picture book, and I've always loved it, but it, it just it felt like it needed more. And so I presented that idea to Jen, and, you know, she gave me a ton of books to read, to research on grief, and, and I did all that, and wrote it out and submitted it to her and she loved it so I am super excited about that but that won't be out until uh, 2025 but I don't have uh, actual information yet on that right right well you know it's nice that you write books that tackle difficult subjects for children because you know that that's a hard thing grief for anybody especially for kids I'm sure yes yeah, and, you know, it's the interesting thing about that is you know, that when I was a child, I, I wasn't allowed to um, go into uh, funerals or things like that, so I never really had a chance to process grief until I was older when my father was the, uh, passed away, and so his funeral was the first time I had ever experienced dealing with grief, and, um, and I thought... This, this didn't excel. It feels like it needs to be experienced 
at a at a young age. I, I don't think children should be sheltered from that. Yeah, because so, I, I think they need closure too. Absolutely, and so when I wrote it, I wrote it out of a way that, like, with that child's mindset of you know how would I have processed this? What would what would I have been thinking about? at that time if I had been able to experience all that right. at a younger age. And so, yeah. Well, it sounds like that you're well on your way to becoming a famous author. Can you tell us what's left on your bucket list to achieve? Okay, so I ha right now I'm just in create mode. And um, so I'm working on a uh, chapter book that... I have, uh, I, I even pitched it to Jim, and, you know, and I think she loves it. So I, I've got to write it first. So um, I do have the first chapter done, but I have a few to go. And, um, and I also have a, another YA sweet romance that I am working on, too. But um, so, I, and I do have a few other ideas, and I, I feel like they're all, eventually going to get out but I can only do so much <laughs> sure sure so when when you're writing um do you, how what is your process are you a panster or are you a plotter Okay, so when I wrote my first novel I was a panther I wrote it completely just um, you know I did I did follow though the um, save the cat method which is um, the novel writing think feed of, you know, how what points you have to get to um, in a story. Mm -hmm. But I would just I would just kinda glance at the sheet of like, okay, now I need to get to that part. Um, and then I tried with Angels in the Sand, um, I tried, you know, plotting that out and, and making a uh, outline, but all I got was just like, you know, titles like a, right <laughs> <laughs> it was just, that was it like I just it, I'm not so I'm definitely a cancer for sure and I'm, I'm trying to learn the plotter ways but it's just it's so hard for me it's just not in me to want to plan it all out I just I, I like just going with it yeah you sound like me I I in my mind it keeps saying you should be a plotter but in my heart I'm not and, and, you know, that's never going to happen. <laughs> when I write, my pen carries me where it wants me to go, and, and sometimes it surprises me where we wind up, you know. That's exactly me, too. I was just telling my husband that because, you know, I said, you know, I if I try to plan, then, you know, my characters just go where they want to go, and things happen that I wasn't even planning on writing this, but now I love it. And yeah. It's there. <laughs> Yeah, and, and you know, when you're writing, for myself, when I'm writing, I put myself in that character's place, and how would I react to this, and how, you know, what would I do, and what I might have thought that I would do is different when you're sort of really there doing it, you know, if that makes any sense. I know folks think I'm nuts. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense to me. <laughs> but that's, you know, that's how I, I create it, you know, how... At this particular moment, how would I handle that? So, you know, that's that's my way to write, too. Awesome. <laughs> well, I'm really excited about your book, and I have 
seven great-grandchildren. And no, I'm not that old, but my kids, are, I have a lot of kids, and they have a lot of kids. <laughs> but um, I think it'll be a book that it needs to be in their future when it comes out. I'm very excited about it. Um, one thing I love about Monarch books is that they're clean reads, and I don't ever have to worry. I don't have to read it and decide. I just know. And that's a very big endorsement. Yes, that's my favorite part, too, um, is knowing that, you know, I can write a, you know, even a YA novel, and no one has to question whether or not, you know, their 10-year-old, you know, starts thumbing through the pages, you know? Yeah, and that's so nice for parents to be able to just pull them up and let their kid pick whatever they want, and they don't have to be afraid of it. Exactly. So, one more question, and then I'll let you go. What advice would you give to writers that are trying to, to get into this business or they're just starting their book as to how to keep going and, and get it done? Well, I would say the first piece of advice would be to be patient with yourself because, you know, there's so much that goes into storytelling that, um, and especially for picture books, I mean, a picture book's, I joke all the time and say it takes a dozen adults to create one picture book, you know. It's, there's so much that goes into that with revisions and editing and all of that. And um, a critique partners. Critique partners are great to um, have to find those people that, you know, support your writing, support you. And, um, and then just to be patient and looking for the right place for your work. Um, I know that, you know, so many of us, you know, we, we start out and we, you know, submit those to agents usually is where a lot of writers want to go first and, um, and the rejections just keep coming in and it, it, I see it on social media all the time, the burden it, it gives to new writers and even those of us that have been writing for a while, it's, it's hard to just hear no all the time and um, so maybe just prepare for that for the no's and um, and then just but just keep having if, if you can find that in you that I'm not going to give up I'm going to keep going I'm going to keep working on new ideas um, you know and then just having that support group around you I think that that is the most important that sounds like really, really good advice, you know, and, and and finding people that are think like you do and publishers that, you know, you like the things they're publishing. I think that's the key, too, is to yeah. to really, you know, because you got to work with that person really closely, and it, it's got to yeah. work, you know, it's, it's got to work. So kind of feel them out and find the right one so that you don't wind up sorry that you went in that direction. Exactly. That's exactly right. Yes, I've heard the stories, um, you know, with with different uh, publishers changing, you know, even titles. You know, like a title can be so important to an author. And, you know, and to have a title be changed or a character be completely changed or characters added in or things, you know, that change the dynamic of a story, um, you know, that can be a lot for for someone when they're not 
you know, they're so anxious to get published and, you know, and want their story out there. But I, what I've heard, unfortunately, is sometimes that story is not what it is that was in their heart. And, um, and that is another thing I love about Jim is that, you know, she falls in love with our stories and our characters um, as is, you know, and yeah. I love that. I think that's a wonderful quality, um, you know, because I, I can speak from experience. It's very hard if the publisher and you don't agree on some of your things. And, it, you know, it, the publisher may have an idea that they think will make it more sellable. But you have yeah. to decide if that's how you want to go because this is your business your reputation, and your work. Yeah. And people are going to fall in love with you as an author and want to read your, your work. And that's what you're selling. You know, you're selling the yeah. current book, but you're also selling yourself. Right. So those decisions oh. are important. Yes, definitely. All right. Now tell us, where. how can we pre-order your book? It can be pre-ordered right now on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Okay, and and what do they look for? Um, they look for the memory quilt by Lori Keating. Okay, very nice, and we look forward to talking to you when your next book is ready to go. Okay, thank you so much, Rose. I appreciate you. I, I'm very happy to to meet you today, and and best of luck, Lori. Thank you for being thank on the you. show. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. And for all you guys out there listening, thank you. I always appreciate you listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Everybody has a story. Just let your mind drift away and find yours. I know it's out there. What are you waiting for? <laughs>